Hello everyone, this is Gruesome Herzog. Tonight's guest is Logan Fry. How you doing, Logan? Hi, Gruesome. How are you doing? Wonderful. Um, just want to let you know that uh, I was up at Horrifying with you. I seen you, but you didn't see me, so maybe sometime we'll hook up and... It was my first one. Shoot that shit. was my first convention. First convention. It was, it was a lot of fun. Mine was a lot of fun. I'm going to go back. I don't know if my wife's coming back, but I know I will be. Yeah, it was, it was my first time as well, and uh, met you know I met some met some good people. I was there because of uh, Death of the Dead. I think that's uh, one of the best movies I've ever been ever been in. Yep, you're the old man zombie. A what? No, it's the old man zombie. That's what I said, the old man zombie. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, I thought you said young man zombie. No, it's the old man zombie. <laughs> and my only line, my only line was, "Help me." Help me! The bastards are eating my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wanda, Wanda grabs me. She doesn't believe me at first, and then she sees the zombies. She grabs me. She drags me down the road. She throws me in the taxi cab. I'm not even in the taxi cab. She takes the door. She slams it on my legs. My legs are cramped in there. The taxi cuts down. They're straight. My legs are bouncing along, bouncing along, bouncing along, and I'm out of there. <laughs> that was that was my, one of the best stunt shots I've ever done. And that's a that was a hard hard job, huh? It, uh, my knee still hurt. <laughs> you saw it, didn't you, Grusham? I saw it. You saw, you saw it in the movie. Great. Yeah, that was that was a quite entertaining movie. Like I, like I tell everybody else, um, with Fear Makers, I was so wrapped up in the movie Dismal for like for the first yeah. four four months before the. Uh, Horrifying, and then I really didn't pay any attention to it, you know, because I was so occupied other things. But when, when we got there, then Bo and Justin and Gary invited me to go, you know, watch the movie, and then that's when I did. And you know, my father-in-law, my son, and I, we went to go watch it, and it's a very, very good movie. I mean, for the uh, for the budget they used to make it, it's very, very good and very funny. They did a good job. I got to tell you two things about it. First thing I want to say about it is they made it in Cleveland and Barberton. So they're in Cleveland, Ohio, Barberton, Ohio. A lot of great actors in Cleveland and Barberton. Uh, second thing is, we were late. I had a, uh, a technical problem, so we got to the place late. We got to Horrifying late. And we walked in just as the movie was ending. We thought we missed the whole thing. That's the only reason we went to Horrifying, well, the main reason at least. And here we find out they're having a second showing. First showing completely sells out. Yep. They got to have a second showing. The second showing was almost full. Yep. yep. I, I mean, that was one of the that was the highlight of the festival. Well, I'm, I'm I said this numerous times. I said it to Justin. I said it to Bo, and I'm going to say it to you. My experience with that whole Death of the Dead waiting in line bit. <laughs> the people that worked at the, at the theater thought I was part of the cast of the movie, so they sent me. You're pretty good. What's this? You are pretty gruesome. You are pretty gruesome. You were right in character. <laughs> but they sent I'm me... I'm sure you were. <laughs> they sent me and my father-in-law my son somewhere else. I said, we ain't part of the cast. We had to go the whole way to the end of the line, and we just yeah. got in the first showing. <laughs> Bo said, yeah. don't worry about it. I would have stuffed you in there somehow. But that's uh, it, was pa- it, it was packed. I'm very happy for them, because that place was... I mean... The hooping and hollering, the you know, it went well. It was really, really good. 
heard it on the second showing. Well, it's on tour now, you know. They're they're taking it around. Yes. Uh, I don't know if it's be. Uh, I don't know if it's going to hit every city in the U.S., but it's going to hit a lot of them. Or at least I hope so. Yep. It's it's out on DVD too, you know. Yes, it is. I forgot to get myself one. I bought the dismal okay. when I was up there. I think you can get it for Christmas. Yes. And you, you may you may you may or may not you may or may not want to show it to the kids. Right. I mean it. it it's right it, right in there with uh, zombies, boobs, and blood, and it's got it all. Right. So you might want to hold it. You might want to hold it back until the kids get to be at least fourteen years old. Right. But um, maybe sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> maybe eighteen. <laughs> I don't know. It just depends. Right. Okay. Now you also did another movie too. Uh, just probably just shortly before it, or was it after it? Is the Santa Claus versus the Zombies? You were the trucker zombie. Yeah, that wow. was a good one. That was done in uh, down in Richmond. Uh, that's uh, George Manila's one of his one of his movies. ZP International. He's been making good movies for years. I want to see that one. Uh, uh, yeah, it's now that one. On the other hand, he made that so that you could show it to the kids. He's got kids in the movie. And he kept out the he kept out the rough language. He kept out you know any kind of it's. I don't even know if he has blood in it. Frankly, I shouldn't say that. Let's see. Does he have blood in it? He has plenty of zombies, and it certainly is fun. And he's got Santa Claus, and it's a great movie. So I went down uh, with one of my buddies, Rance Martin, and we went down uh, to shoot a schoolhouse scene. It was a lot of fun. That's cool. I want to see that. Now, is that available for? I wonder if it's a screener's available for that, or is it ink, or is it? Well, I said, yeah, it's done. Yeah. You know, I'm supposed to get a screener in the mail, and every day I walk out to the mailbox and I look for my screener. I haven't seen it yet, but it's going to come one of these days. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure he wants to hit it for Christmas. He wants to have it on. You know, he wants it available for Christmas. Cool. So it's, uh, it's not it's not hard to find his website at ZP International. Uh, and I don't know if it's going to be all mail order, how he's going to handle that distribution, or whether it's going to get it in any of the stores or, you know, borders online or anything like that. But uh, it will be available one way or another. In case the listeners don't know who we're talking about, his name is George Bonilla. He's a director. Oh, you know, I get those double L's mixed up, so okay. <laughs> but now, by I would have... Go ahead. It's like, you know, it's like vanilla ice cream, you know, do you, is it, you know, double L's, and it's, uh, what am I talking about? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a, and that led to Bunker of Blood. So, you know, Rance and I, my buddy Rance and I went down, we were in the, in the schoolhouse scene for uh, Santa Claus versus the Zombies. I guess we, you know, we did okay, so he invited us down to do a scene in Bunker of Blood, which he's working on right now. Sweet. And, uh, that's going to have a little bit more blood in it. I had my first little squibs, had my first little blood spurts, you know, tore open the shirt and blood all down me, and all uh, it was a, it was a bloody mess. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It sounds good. Now, you, I guess I am legend. Would that be your first? Yes. Well, you know, well, it's it, uncredited. It, it, yeah. It's well. First of all, you know, it's uh, whether you call it a. You know that it. I, it. It was more of a. I'm not sure if it's a horror movie the way most people think of horror movies. Yeah, true. It had a virus. People were dying. People were, you know, uh, um, 
the main character Neville what Neville uh, Neville uh, lost his uh, lost his wife and family in a helicopter trying to get out and get, get out of Manhattan uh, had sur- surely had plenty of uh, undead people uh, uh, whether it's a uh, standard horror but no that's the first thing that I did that had any any kind of uh, any kind of undead horror virus type uh, features to it. It's a good movie. It's a good shoot. It's a, no. it's a bunch of fun. How did you ever get involved in that, may I ask? It, they needed enough extras that I picked it up on, we have a local, um, we have a local uh, actors list called Neopal, which is the Northeast Ohio Professional Actors List. Okay. And somebody posted in, um, posted in a casting call from a New York, a small talent casting company in New York. Now, I Am Legend had God, they, they had about at least six, maybe eight different casting companies uh, c- casting people in on it. So I just responded, sent my picture in, sent my my, my stuff in, uh, and got you know got a call, got a booking on it, uh, and you know just uh, found a place to stay in New York. It was uh, more than a week, I think like seven or eight days. We shot that under the Brooklyn Bridge. It was in January. Ah. It went down, The temperature went down to 14 degrees. The, the helicopters were coming in over the East River and, and, and whipping up foam and stuff, and that was hitting us in the face as we're trying to be extras in this movie. And, and, and all I really was was an extra. as part of the crowd trying to escape New York City. And as you watch the movie, you'll see that there's a flashback to it two or three times, and I'm one of that part of that part of that thong. You know, extras are the people who really make a movie, as far as I'm concerned, because they're the ones that really give it life. You can get five or six great actors, but if you don't have those extras, those crowds, those that throng of people, it's just not the same thing. Right. It doesn't have the you know the glitches you'll see in, in some of the independent movies. Um, and if you need to see that kind of stuff, it's you know it's not going to be there quite as much. But I, boy, I think it's a worthwhile movie. Uh, I've seen it two or three times. Probably see it again. <laughs> uh, it's it's a pretty good movie. Now you know that's the third remake of uh, The I Am Legend. They did um, oh, Last Man on Earth. That was done over in Italy. Uh, that was the first one. That had um, uh, Vincent Price. And that boy was that. That was a little. That was sort of rough. They had the, oh, it looked like something that it looked like something that you would see as an independent movie over here. You know, low budget, ultra low budget. Right. But it's still a lot of fun. Second one was, um, um, oh, you know the name of it, uh, Omega Man. Yeah. So Omega Man, and that was Charlton Heston. Now that's the first. That's the, that was a good one. I like the Mega Man. So I Am Legend is a third remake. It's the, uh, it's a Matheson, based on the Matheson uh, short novel. Uh, pretty good movie. Now, um, I should mention it's not a horror movie, but uh, you're uncredited, but basically it's your first movie um, that you're in, Spider-Man 3. Well, that's how I really got into movies. Uh, it was... It was Spider-Man 3, there's a, the um, armored truck scene. Sandman's trying to escape from Spider-Man. He's racing down the streets of New York City, and uh, he just he 
ultimately dissolves and escapes. But uh, most of Spider-Man Three was shot in New York City, but there was that one scene where they had to have these uh, the armor truck, and there's you know my understanding is just too expensive to shoot it in New York City because they needed about ten blocks of, of street to do it. So they shot that right in downtown Cleveland. Uh, it was um, six or seven days, six or seven days of filming. Uh, it's not a real, you know, there's not that many, there's not that many minutes in the movie of, a, of, of that scene, but it was a, it was a full, you know, six, seven, eight day shoot. And that's the first thing I did, uh, read about it in the paper, uh, went in for the casting call. There was, you know, the way every other casting call is in a big movie like this, there were thousands in line, some in their Spider-Man costumes, um, and I, I think they cast more than a thousand extras in that, and that would be uh, drivers on the street, and then uh, pedestrians on the pedestrians on the sidewalk. Hmm. You may not have seen that in the movie, but they were there. Wow. It's one of those things that ends up on the ends up on the editing floor. So now, how exactly do you get picked for that? I mean, if you're only picking, I mean, what what are they looking for? I mean, as far as a well. Excellent. You fill out your sheet. This was the first one I'd ever done. Uh, I didn't have headshots. I didn't have a resume. You know, just you know, guy off the street filled in the form. They ask if you had two things special. Did you have a car and did you have a dog? I didn't have a dog, but I did have a car. So I, you know, I wrote down the car that I had and uh, said it would be available. It fit into uh, what they needed in cars generally. Um, film uh, doesn't like uh, certain colors like white cars because it messes things up for them. But this, my car was a nice, uh, uh, not a later model, but it is a nice Honda Civic. Uh, sort of racing green, little little spoiler spoiler on the back of it. Um, and it, it, it fit their criteria of what they wanted. So they took us down. Uh, they picked um, uh, maybe 20 of us, 20, 25 of us took us down to the municipal airport down in the parking lot all the cleared out all the cars and they brought in a stunt driver and they lined us up and they put us in a you know, what's called a weave pattern it's a, a two rows of cars and sort of sort of at space crisscross to each other right and they brought in a stunt stunt car okay the stunt car they had us you know, drive down the parking lot stunt car races down between us. That's the first thing they do. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, let's drive backwards, get back into our position one. This time the stunt driver comes straight towards us, you know, between us. So we had two rows of cars and the stunt driver in this big, uh, I think it was a Dodge, uh, oh, uh, big Dodge Charger. He comes racing right between us. Okay, we got to do that. We went back to our position one. Last last little stunt to see if we could do it. He comes, but now he's weaving in and in and out. He's he's cutting right in front of you, and then he's weaving right in front of the car right behind you, and back and forth. Uh, and if you could stay in formation, didn't panic, didn't stop, didn't clutch, you know, you were going to be a driver in that uh, scene. Oh. So, you know, it, you know, it's sort of scary, you know, driving down, you, you see this big car coming right at you, you know, you, you know, what's your tendency? Your, your tendency to want to veer away, stop, brake or something. But you had to keep your foot on the gas, keep it steady, 
steady speed, don't change, trust him to do his job, and everything will be okay. And it was. Oh, wow. See? That's something that... Yes. That's something that myself and the listeners probably never even heard a story like that. That's interesting. That's good stuff. Well, like for example, when we then when we were shooting, we have a uh, we've got the armored trucks just coming down. It's you know it's in Cleveland, it's on Euclid Avenue. The armored truck is coming down in the you know the regular lane to the left. You know as, as we're looking at it from the driver, that uh, we were in a row of cars coming down sort of on the center. They told us keep your wheels right, keep your left wheel. Right on the uh, on the line, uh, and so we were going that way. The armor truck was coming this way to our left, and then to our right was a camera truck. So we're going between the, the, the camera truck to our right, the uh, the armor truck to our left. We were trying to stay straight, and this this camera truck had a boom across coming over the top of us at the same time. So again, you know, it's, it's not your typical kind of driving situation. Right. Then, you know, but again, you know, you drive, you drive straight, you drive, uh, you know, you just don't panic. You make, you know, you've got to trust that the people who are in there know what they're doing. You do your job, they'll do your job, and everything comes up fine. There's a, there's a hoot. There's plenty. That's cool. That's a, it's called real steel. That's the one I can't talk about. Okay. I tell you what. If I no, I'll, I'll tell you this much. They. They told us when we got on set that we weren't allowed to have cameras. We weren't allowed to have camera phones. We weren't allowed to call. We weren't allowed to give interviews. We weren't allowed to describe the action. Really? It's going to be a movie. This is about, and I can't tell you anything more than what you can read if you, if you Google it online, but it's about robot boxing in the future. It's based on a, a short story by Richard Matheson, and, and Matheson's the same author who wrote I Am Legend. Mm-hmm. Uh, also wrote uh, short stories or you know screenplays for Twilight Zone. A really cool guy. Uh, Real Steel is robot boxing in the future, and they had these gargantuan, huge, eight-foot-tall robots in the ring battling away at each other. And we were all over Detroit on that movie, and it, it's going to come out next uh, around next Thanksgiving time. Um, and it's you know it's going to be uh, Wolverine's the star. I can't remember Jack. Ah, Hugh Jackman. There it is, Jackman. Hugh Jackman, Wolverine. He's the star on it. He's the one that operates this one robot. It's going to be a cool movie. I mean, that's one you're going to have to see. I think it's going to be better than you know than almost anything. It's going to be one of the best of the year. That's for sure. Cool. Yep. yep. Yeah. I did want to say, I did want to give props to uh, Death of the Dead and Bo and. Uh, and uh, you know the whole the whole operation visit was uh, that was that was a great movie. Hey, thanks for calling. No problem. Hey, if you don't mind, I'll give me a call. Master Sensei, isn't there something? One special move I could use against my opponent. There is one move. Run like hell. There are blood-crazed zombies outside, eating people and turning them into... Ninja zombies.
anyone gonna buy me a drink? Sensei!